How much can you bench? Because I can bench like 450 pounds. Welcome to the Intentional Christian Podcast, where we live to glorify God on purpose. I'm your host, Matt Adams, and I am an Intentional Christian. Recently, I listened to an audiobook that turned out to be like <laughs> 10 YouTube videos strung together. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, you get the picture after like the fourth episode. It's like he says the same thing half the time and repeated the same thing. It was just, it was funny. But anyway, it was really good. It was this doctor. He was talking about the brain and it, I think it was more about, I downloaded it or listen, started listening to it more about motivation. Um, but it actually turned out to be a little bit more about science and about how the brain functions with cortisol and stress and all of the uh, hormones and things that are released in your body and how to control those and how to manage them, how to use them for your benefit, and etc. It was very fascinating. And I have spent literally an hour trying to find where it is. I can't find it. I don't know what app I used. I don't know if remember if I used Amazon Kindle. I tried Kindle first, and then I tried, I don't think they do audio, but then I tried uh, Audible. I tried, I don't know. I couldn't find it. I was like, this is crazy. I looked on my iPad, on my phone, on my computer. I have no record of downloading it or playing it or anything. I can't even remember the guy's name so because I wanted to find it and tell you his name so you could listen to it and you can't if I ever find it I'll tell you Uh, it was really fascinating but he makes a point that dealing with stress is a lot like working out it's a lot like building up your muscles Uh, when you get stressed out you know cortisol fills up your brain makes you can't so you can't think it, it it inhibits a lot of functions in your body it shuts things down shuts down your immune system uh things like that it's a very interesting audiobook that i can't recommend to you because i don't know who it was so anyway it's like a muscle that you got to work out so the more you encounter stress the more that those hormones and everything pumps through your body the more your body and your brain learn how to function inside of that stress. It's like genius. Well, yeah, you know, so put yourself in difficult situations, the harder and harder the situation, right? The harder, the harder the test. When you come back to the real world, when you come back to the regular stuff, none of that stuff's going to stress you out because you've already been through it and your body's not even going to secrete those hormones or whatever it does. And if it does, you already know how to combat it. So, It's a lesson for us in Christianity. Take hard vacations. (laughs) At least that's that's what I kept thinking of the whole time. This guy's talking about how he, you know, takes his family on uh, kayaking trips around the entire state of Florida, like in the ocean and the waves and everything. And then they or they go take one year. They went from Florida on those like, you know, mountain bikes or whatever all the way up to New York, bicycling, uh, 
you know, really difficult things. And he is a brain scientist. And so he's doing it to like, you know, he just, they love activities, but he's trying to build up his kids, you know, physical uh, bodies to handle stress and difficult things and train them and work them out. And you know, Paul himself talks about in 1 Corinthians how he beats his body. He disciplines his body so that he will not be disqualified. Uh, We should not be heaping up for ourselves comforts and luxuries and lavishness. That's the opposite of Christianity. First of all, it's horrible uh, stewardship of our money if we're just spending money on these various things. Uh, but mainly it teaches us something that's a false view of the gospel. It's a false view of reality. And that is that we need to be comfortable and we need to have this given to us. And we have rights. We don't have rights. That's not a real thing. Uh, that's just something that Americans have made up. They don't have the right to eat the Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat, okay? There's there's no just right that you have, okay? We're human. We're made in the image of God. We deserve, we don't deserve anything, really. We're sinful. Um, we have abused our Savior. We blaspheme his name. We take him for granted. Uh, many people just deny him altogether. Uh, we don't deserve those things. Uh, so anyway, back to... Back to the vacation thing. I was thinking of this more in the spiritual aspect of it, uh, training our minds and, you know, pursuing holiness and suffering like Christ. Those are the things I was thinking of the whole time this guy was talking to me and make me thought, you know, like we need to be taking our kids on mission trips. You know, there's no age limit for you to take your kid to a mission trip. You know, sure, some organization probably says 16 or over or whatever, but seriously, Consider this and, 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 you know, make sure your motives are right. You know, the primary reason is to share the gospel and to evangelize the lost. That's, that's what our heart should be. And that is our heart, but we need to be training ourselves and our kids how to do difficult things because the world is difficult and those things are difficult to do. If we raise a bunch of pampered uh, sissies, that need a Pinterest house to live, guess how hard it is going to be to get them on the mission field. It's going to be nearly impossible. And I can't tell you how many people, when I said I was going to the mission field, told me, oh, I could never do that. Oh, I could ne- that would be so difficult. And oh, you don't have water or you don't have electricity. Oh, I can't live without my, you know, curling iron or, or whatever. That's just not true. That is selfish. It's not biblical. We need to be giving up of ourselves. We need to forsake our comfort for others. We need to teach our kids how to do that. Putting them in stressful situations that are controlled or difficult is only going to benefit. It's going to build up their muscles, their stress muscles. And I was thinking, you know, here's some reasons. You know, one, to see suffering in its right place. If you go to Africa and you are, you know, sitting in a hut and these people can barely eat, they don't have any food in their house and they're they're out farming every single day and then you come there and they cut they cut up like four chickens. 
that was their livelihood. That was their meal for like two weeks. And they just give it to you and they don't even eat. They just sit there and watch you eat their food. Talk about a humbling experience. Our kids need to see that. We need to see that so we can gain perspective when we're complaining over, you know, do we want, you know, five meat pizza or three meat pizza or no meat pizza or vegan or gluten free? We need to gain perspective. Okay. So seeing suffering in its right place, seeing them truly suffer will make you understand that you are not really suffering in whatever it is you're going through. Some of us are, and that's true, but it'll give you a balance and a perspective to your own suffering. Another thing I was thinking of is just to help us love people better. Um, we, when you see people like that, you're, you can empathize with them better than being in your own house, in your, in your little Pinterest house with all your decorations and your super comfortable, trendy couch. You, you just can't see what people are going through. And you just see it on TV and, you know, it's easy to flip the channel or it's easy to just be like, oh, we need to give them five bucks. Honey, can you write a check for five bucks? Let's drop that in the offering. Or, you know, a hundred bucks. Who cares? That's going to do nothing. Okay. Your life spent for them. That's the only thing that's going to matter. Okay. Giving somebody money to feed them two more days. You know what? That's not going to do anything. The gospel is the only thing going to do anything. The only thing that's going to get the gospel to them is you. And if we're not training our kids, if we're not training ourselves to deal with stress in a godly, God-glorifying way, they're never going to make it out to the mission field. They're never going to be able to hold down a job in the secular world where they're able to influence people for the gospel because they're the ones that are complaining. They're the ones that are getting fired. They're the lazy ones. Okay? This stuff is so much bigger than us. We must expand our view to include God's view, Jesus' view of the world, of suffering, of our place in it. And you know what? Frankly, we're called to suffer like Christ. And then the world will see us. And when we suffer well and we do things well, nobody's going to get saved because you went to Jamaica, (laughs) okay? That's that's not going to happen, okay? Yeah, we need rest. We need to take a break sometimes and be rejuvenated and, and revitalized so that we can carry on the work of the ministry. But that's what it's for. It's for carrying on the work of the ministry. If you're not doing that already then something is out of balance in your life anyway, all right? Take a hard vacation, get some perspective in the world, on culture, and balance your life out so that you can go on continuing in the ministry and raising up a generation who isn't afraid to go to the mission field, who isn't afraid to deal with stress in the workplace, who can give God glory and honor in everything that they do. It is now time for a new segment I like to call Quote of the Day Your very first quote of the day is brought to you by Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers. Of course I had to choose him. 
Anyway, this is such a good quote. Here it is. Quote, God's mercy is so great that you may sooner drain the sea of its water or deprive the sun of its light or make space too narrow than diminish the great mercy of God. End quote. Believer, never forget that. He has infinite mercy for those whom he loves and those whom he's chosen. So throw yourself at his feet. Go through your day remembering God's great mercy that he's had on you and extend that mercy to others and share that mercy with others.